I would encourage anybody to to get in the program because, um, like I said, his maturity level and his confidence and the the people that he's met and the friendships that he's developed over the the four years now. This is his fourth year. Yeah, is great, great kids. Yeah, you know he's traveled with these kids, and uh, which is another thing is uh, the travel opportunities that he's had with student works, and he's been rewarded very well for yeah. his sort of hard work. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. My name is Chris Thompson, your host of the show and the head coach of the Student Works Management Program. This is a show dedicated to young and ambitious entrepreneurs and ultimately the leaders of tomorrow. Each week, we will bring you an inspiring interview or message to help you create the future you know you deserve. Let's get started. Hi, leaders. I am really excited about bringing a new concept to you as part of our podcast. One of our many brainstorming sessions, the idea of interviewing some of our operators' parents as a view inside of Student Works came up. So, what did they see an operator achieve their original concerns coming in, achieve during the course of the Student Works management program, and then over time, how has that impacted their career? So we have a number of parents that are going to be coming up over the next number of months who are going to be interviewed. And I think you're going to love the interviews and it's going to give you a great view into the type of personal development and growth that our operators see in the Student Works Management Program. Please give me any feedback. C. Thompson at studentworks.com. Thanks so much. Enjoy these interviews. Hey, leaders. Really excited to be bringing you uh, Barry Cornish. Uh, Barry is the father of uh, Brandon Cornish. Uh, Brandon was one of our, our top operators. Uh, he, he, he was our rookie operator of the year and then our veteran operator of the year in the window cleaning side of the business. And then um, in his first uh, rookie season, uh, he actually was our, our uh, business coach of the year. So a top performing student, at, you know, from the University of Western Ontario. And we had just a great conversation about, you know, what Barry's seen in Brandon's transformation as a leader and talked about, you know, his interactions with other operators. And I think uh, it'll, it, you'll, you'll really enjoy this conversation to learn more about, you know, behind the scenes at Student Works Management Program. So thanks so much for tuning in. And you know what we're interested in, we're, we're trying to do is find other incredible students to come and join our program, to learn to be leaders, to learn to the types of skills, the types of habits they're going to need to have really, really powerful careers and make an impact in our society. Thanks so much. Have an unbelievable day. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow. Hi. I'm uh, Barry Cornish. I'm uh, Brendan Cornish's father, and uh, he, he works at Student Works as a business coach for the last, four, uh, for, he's been four years at, at Student Works now, and has been uh, promoted up to business coach all from a uh, rookie operator to a veteran operator, and then he was um, business coach. So it's been very rewarding for him, and uh, I was I was a little bit when he started. It was uh, you know 
didn't know any, didn't hear of student works and was uh, a little bit skeptical of it because of, uh, you know, he's in university and the university is challenging and then would take the, the, the time away from his schooling, which is the most important time of his life is university. Yeah. He is, uh, but grown as leaps and bounds of as a person since he joined student works and uh, we're very, very proud of him. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, uh, Barry, what was, uh, what was Brandon doing before he joined student works? What were, what were some of the jobs he had? Uh, he had, uh, the first, uh, before he started university, I, I got him working at my plant, after okay. and he was on the production line and uh, very repetitive. Yeah. And uh, he, did, he didn't like it. And <laughs> he stuck it out for the summer and, uh, you know, made his money. And, yeah. uh, but what, you know, it, it just wasn't challenging. Right. And, uh, but I wanted to, him to do that. And uh, so we could see that uh, you don't want to do this for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Go, go in. There's no challenges like uh, on a production line, you know, absolutely just go to work and you come home at night and the next day you do it all over again. There's no, you don't grow as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no challenge. Yeah. So you, you had some hesitancy about Brandon doing this, doing this job, like, you know, doing, doing this role, you know, so, so what was the, the big concern about how he did it around school? That was that was the, one of the biggest concerns you had. That was the biggest concern, yeah, because you know university is uh, that's very challenging, very challenging, and that's where they're going to uh, set, set their uh, their goals and ambitions in life, and 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 the learning, and uh, yeah. it's a lot different than high school. Yeah, and, uh, I just didn't I didn't know of student works, and then you know we talked about it, and uh, you know there there was there's quite a bit of time involved, and you know. Go, yeah, in the sales and uh, you know, and I'm glad that he went with it. And yeah. uh, he just it's, 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 he's done really, really well, and it didn't hurt his schoolwork at all. Right. Yeah. So, what did you from a distance? How did you see him in relationship to a school and getting his schoolwork done? Uh, he he was very very good with his time management, and uh, he would set up. You know, uh, had graphs made up and charts, and there's actually two half an hour all through the day where he had to be. And what he had, he had, he had uh, at nighttime, he would have uh, time allotted for school, for work, yes. work projects, and, and then he had time allotted for student works. And he's, it was very, very well at it. And it, uh, it showed that, uh, that he can, it can be done. And, uh, you put your mindset to it, you can do anything, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And he would have got coached to do that by his coach, and now he's actually coaching other students to do the same thing. Let's how to set up a schedule, right? Let's how to how to how to really again maximize my time, and then people discover they've got lots of time, you know, yeah. if they want to use it. Mm -hmm. He was. I, I met his coach a few times, and uh, yeah, he was he was very good. Yes. But, yeah. Riley, you betcha, you betcha. And so, what challenges did you see Brandon overcoming during uh, during his first season? Uh, well, you know, it'd be, he's running; he was running his own business, right? He never done that before, and mm -hmm. uh, he come up with uh, he had to make up all the schedules for the cleaning, and he, then he had, uh, you know, uh, he would have uh, there would be employment. Uh, 
changes and yeah. you want to step in and uh and try to find somebody real quick yeah and, and you know it was just it's, it was challenging for him and the, there was times that you know i thought uh uh he he was getting discouraged but he did he didn't he never gave up and uh that that was a very plus he, but, but i think it was also the coaching that from Riley was doing, like he was, Riley was very good. And yeah. now Brandon's taken a lot of that uh, knowledge and he, he's, he's doing very well. I, yeah. he talks to, I, I hear a lot of the conversations because he's in the, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> so, like, that's my boy, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's doing very well. And uh, <laughs> I think he would he would show it to me the the schedules and stuff. I don't know if this is even possible, right? But right. it all worked and uh, he did, he did very well. Yeah, yeah. No, well, well. By the way, as well, I know I listened to uh, I, I've listened to a number of coaching calls from Brandon as well, and I listened to a bunch of coaching calls from Riley as well because that's one of the things that we do is to ensure their skill, to give them coaching so they get better and better at it. And uh, absolutely, we you know one 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 person teaches the next person, so it's a it's a really really great model in that respect. So. Um, how he gets is is how he gets efficient with his time. Right, very important. Like he, he's he's like we even like it's just me and him in the home, and he he's like, okay, I can have uh, let's have dinner between this time and this time, and you know, <laughs> it's like it's okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, and so, and, and so, how did you see him grow while running his business, or you know, and as a business coach? You know, his maturity level as leaps and bounds mm-hmm. and uh i think that's his uni- university and and this um the student works program which is is it's it's very rewarding to him too like mm-hmm. it goes both ways and right. uh, i think more than anything is how he's managed his time and his maturity level is uh is as leaps and bounds like i say it's, it's very very proud of him. Yeah. And so what about, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, he's taking on a whole different level of responsibility. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, what's different now about Brandon, do you see? You know what? He's, he's, he's way more confident in himself mm-hmm. and he's, 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 um, uh, he's good with decision-making mm-hmm. or he didn't, uh, you know, he didn't really have that before. And, right. And he, uh, jobs that he had in the past you know this is running his own business so he's he's going to make the decisions and he has to lie with them right and right where it goes and i think that's the, the biggest thing yeah no for sure so any other you know feedback or stories you'd like to share about you know your experience watching brandon grow over these you know now three three and a half years in the business yeah i you know what like i said before i was when he when he came to it, I was skeptical of the of the program, right? I never yeah. heard of it. And he's 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 going into university and he's finishing up his first year and now he's he's gonna he's gonna take a lot of his time and do this. Yeah. Is um but you know he I would encourage anybody to to get in the program because um like I said, his maturity level and his confidence and the, the people that he's met and the friendships that he's developed over the the four years now this is his fourth year yeah great great kids yeah 
you know, he's traveled with these kids and uh, which is another thing is uh, the travel opportunities that he's had with student works. Yeah. And he's been rewarded very well. Yeah. Hard work. Absolutely. And and so, you know, one of the things is Brandon's been our top performing uh, operator for two years in a row and then one of our top performing coaches as well. So one of the things that happens is we take our top performers to Mexico or Jamaica, but on top of it, our top performing operators a lot of times they'll go on a trip. I know over Christmas this year, he went down to Vegas with a, with, with a group of uh, fellow operators. And, and so, so again, they're, they're, they're earning more money than, than certainly a very, very small selection of the university students across the country. And, and, and they're again, working hard so that they take the opportunity to go and have some fun at the same time. And, and there's no question that the, the quality of people in the organization is really remarkable. You know, and just how how remarkable these young people are is is is, is incredible. Very remarkable. He's had yeah. a couple of uh, payroll events and mm-hmm. at the house here. There's a swimming pool in the backyard, and and they come in very very respectable kids. And yeah, uh, it was an honor to have them at the home. You know, it's yeah, we all talk to you and yeah, very friendly. There's you know, just very good kids. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that the recruitment of the program. Second to none, I will say that. Well, thank, thank you. You know, we take we take a lot of time in, in getting and in, and in, in, you know uh, acquiring or screening to find the incredible kids that we have. There's a, there's a real reason that they're so incredible because we really screen for it. So, but uh, but very yeah, sir. Because that is uh, he 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 really knows the distinction now of uh, when it's time to work hard. Yeah. and play hard and, it, yes. and he, he separates that and it's very rewarding to see that as a parent like, yeah yeah he, okay well i can't do that to me i gotta uh you know gotta work meetings and i got things to do and that because it's important and, uh, yeah and then on the other hand as well i know he also uh you know fits in a bunch of golf so he you know he does he does both it's like let's have some fun here let's let's go work here and and, and again learning real uh real real long-term skills and as a parent, you want you want to see the best for your kid, and uh, I think I'm very very happy he got into this program, and uh, he's done very well, and just changed him as a person totally. Well, well, Barry, thanks so thanks so much for jumping on our our podcast. Really appreciate your time and your generosity, and and I, hopefully this can have an impact on on you know uh, parents in the future who are in the same situation you were. I have no idea who these who, who what this program is, and 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 can can give them a little bit of insight. So uh, have yourself an unbelievable evening, and uh, and we will connect soon. Okay, thanks, Chris. Have a good night. You too. Cheers. Bye bye. Hey, leaders, we've just got an incredibly dynamic entrepreneurial uh, leader. Uh, Her name, Andrea McMullen, uh, started ADM Design in 1991 and has grown it into just a enormous uh, um, business uh, in the decorating, renovating, design, staging uh, space in uh, the new market and in general and uh, in, in surrounding area. Andrea will describe a little bit more. You could check it out at admdesign.ca. Andrea's son uh, Taylor uh, is uh, has, has has is in his third year with our business. His, her niece actually is also uh, Bailey McMullen is in her second year, and we spent a bunch of time just talking about what Andrea has has seen. You know, Taylor 
develop over time and what she believes, you know, uh, operators get out of our program. Uh, we're very, very uh, thankful that Andrews jumped on the podcast to share her, share her views and, 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 uh, you know, just kind of give a little bit of a behind the scenes look at the student works management program. So, you know, what we're up to is really developing amazing young leaders. Um, so if you know of amazing young leaders that would be interested in coming and jumping in and, and, and learning more and growing, please send me an email at cthompson at studentworks.com. You could send somebody to our website, studentworks.com. You could share this podcast or others to, for, for them to understand more about our program. Thanks so much. Have a super fantastic day. Welcome to the Leaders of Tomorrow podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so excited to have you. And, and uh, again, just such a, a powerful leader, a powerful entrepreneur. And maybe you could just tell our, our leaders and uh, who are listening just a little bit about yourself. So my name's Andrew McMullen, and I am Taylor Nichols' mother, mother of three. He is my youngest. I started my business when I was 19 years old. I'm still running the same business today. So 31 years later, I'm just entering a, a month into my 31st year. And uh, I, I just believe that being an entrepreneur is in you or is more work than than those who just it just comes naturally to. So I have loved my job. It has grown obviously over the years. It's morphed from I started out as a mural artist and then I had a painting company and then it grew into construction and then I went into condominium work where I do full condos. I do commercial restaurants, corporate and uh, but I love my residential design and so I got I went back to school during all of this time. Always always going back to school actually, always training, always educating myself. And then I really had turned it into a renovation construction company with a full design team. Uh, and about five years ago, I decided that I was tired buying uh, products from other companies. So then I started a retail chain as well and a warehouse uh, where I can facilitate all my own projects. And then we've been doing staging for, I don't know, longer than it's been called staging, I think. And so that's become a really big portion of the company as well. So that's sort of how I developed through this process. But uh, Fantastic. It has been Very exciting. And for, for our listeners, if you are leaders, uh, admdesign.ca. Yeah. Yes, yes. Check out my Instagram. It's literally so fun. Love it. <laughs> ADMdesign.ca. So super. So so um, uh, we just want to place you in context. So what did you think? What was Taylor doing the summer before Student Works? Oh, he was probably working for me. Are you kidding? Yes, that's my totally <laughs> So my kids have all worked for me. Um, I think he was, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was uh, installing flooring. He was in a construction team and he was very talented, very, very talented, picked it up very quickly. So I was pretty disappointed to a certain extent when he told me, because I really didn't understand the depth of what this was he was getting into. Right size of what it was he was getting into and i really needed him to come back and work for me taylor so, come on yes yes actually during that time he finished my store up at friday harbor so he did all my walls and uh like all the drywall and he had done my my flooring and 
So yeah, I, I missed having him for sure. <laughs> well, that's great. So, so when, what was your initial reaction besides losing a key employee right. and so, someone so responsible? And that's one of the great things about working with family. Uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've had it as well. So I know, well, uh, just, you know, you, you, you can really trust them, right. And the, Hey, yes. they're going to be responsible and accountable. So, so what was well, your initial you, reaction? You say that, you say that, but you know, sometimes it's not easy having family work for you. So yes. that, that can be a challenge. So beyond that, uh, the loss, that feeling of loss was, um, I, I really thought that I really think Taylor is very much like me. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if he chose to do this, then he would have done his due diligence on it. And he would have decided that this is uh, a career path for him. And I think that uh, using this journey will create a, a pathway for him in his future. So this is going to train him to do something bigger. So I was I was excited about it, but I also really didn't expect him to be as fully dedicated as he is. And I didn't even realize how big of a responsibility this was that he was taking on. I I had no idea. And for Taylor, it's, it's obviously grown, you know, from his initial year to his second year being our, our top, our top, you know, co-window cleaning operator. And then this past year where he's, you know, helping lead a group and, also running a business. So, so he's taking on more and more as he grows in the business, but, right, but thinking yeah. back, one of the, uh, you know, interesting things, obviously this pandemic. So he, he, um, uh, Western student coming back, uh, to, to his market, new market, you know, shutdown. How was that experience and, and sort of, sort of experiencing that Well, for me or for him, Both for him and you, it was hard. My yeah. I mean, there was such fear set in Mm -hmm. people wouldn't open their door. People freaked out. He's also very tall. So having that shadow, and this is something that he would say when he would go to the door. And, um, at first, uh, people, sometimes they would see like a big shadow in the door and they didn't want to answer the door. So he was very receptive when they, when they open and cheerful. And I, I loved listening to his pitch. Like, this is awesome. You guys really have done such a great training job. Unbelievable. So it was, it was very difficult. And he was back in January every weekend and he was out during sleet or hail or rain or snow. He was out there knocking on doors and uh, I was seriously impressed. I was seriously impressed with him, with his team, you know, some, some kind of dropped off. And I, I now looking back, almost feel sorry for them that they dropped out of that opportunity because had they just stuck with it just a little bit longer. They could have been operators the next year. He could right. have trained them to be good operators. I think it is an amazing opportunity. Amazing opportunity. I just oh. really had, I've heard about it forever, but, but having experienced this now, I had no idea what kind of training and education you are giving these kids for their future. Right. No. And that's and that's that's what it's about. You know, the leaders of tomorrow, it's a podcast, but really it's the program. And it's it really is the the game we're playing is is way bigger than, you know, each summer. And though, of course, it's always about each summer. It's always about each each opportunity in each interaction with a client. But it's it's all about, you know, that longer term vision. So, yeah, if if you want to if you want to do really well, make lots of money, if you're super dedicated and this is like you have that drive. Yeah, it is more than a summer. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, so, so thinking back, what, what challenges did you see Taylor overcoming during, during his seasons? 
so it was a learning curve where he would have employees. And I think that the employees were probably the biggest challenge that because they are the unknown because he can't control others the way he yes. can control himself. So I think that that was the biggest unknown and listening to him from the beginning till just recently, where he's talking about how he would rather pay his employees more money mm-hmm. because he wants them to stay. And I right. love that because I listened to him about some of the things that he does and he's constantly throwing events for them and stuff. So it's, it's learning to keep people uh, with you. So that I thought was really important. Learning curve was uh, him going, watching him look at all of the different products that he had to buy and do his budgeting. And he really had to budget for, you know, they're not getting the money until people start paying, but they have to buy all this stuff in advance. So watching that education of budgeting money and, watching him give up what he would normally do buy his, you know, he likes nice bicycles and he likes nice stuff, but he couldn't buy anything because he had to budget to make sure he could pay for his staff and his staff. A lot of them were his friends. So you can't let those guys down or those girls down. So uh, watching that development was really interesting. Watching him uh, look at core costs or products that are needed and um, searching, researching them, where are they less expensive? How many do we need for how many crew? Making sure that his crew were being just as responsible with the products that then he bought, right? Um, organizing even accessibility into picking up ladders and and teaching them how to carry ladders. Like he's fortunate that he had a lot of that knowledge from working with us, but I know even my brother trained his daughter who has a window cleaning company uh, in Bailey in Toronto. And so these are things you need to learn, right? You need to learn how to carry a ladder. You need to learn not how not to hurt yourself, Absolutely. how not to smash a car in the driveway. Right. So, so it's a lot so of learning. Yeah. I, yeah. I, by the way, I did not connect that. So Bailey McMullen, uh, one of yes. our other operators is, uh, is, uh, yes. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So connection. proud of her as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no, Taylor, Taylor brought her in. So yes. it took him, it took him encouraging her to get in. And I think that it was a great opportunity. He brought my other niece in as well, who did painting in Perry Sound. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, oh, that's I'm great. Say it. Say yeah. It, yeah. And, and, and for, for, for everybody listening, one of the things that we do is we have videos on all sorts of things. But one thing that we definitely have videos is on how to install and reinstall ladders on cars, how to do that safely, how to check every time, just because it's so critical, right? You know, for the safety of, 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 of our, of our business and all those around us. So yeah, it's absolutely yes. those, those types of things are so, are so critical. And so, so um, how did you see Taylor grow from running his business? Oh, wow. Honestly, I have the, the growth has been to me astronomical. I'm, I even sat in the car for six hours with him when he came home from school this year. And, and he taught me, he was training me how to talk to my employees. Cause it's amazing how, and it teaches you how to think about how people think and watching that development. So that was big, but I think that time management uh, was a, a really big key. I know that I don't really get to see him until fall, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's something that we have changed to him. I'm, I'm such a busy person and everything in this world revolves around me as always. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and now it doesn't anymore because <laughs> yeah, now, now I have to like schedule time with him. So, you know, he's the big cheese. So uh, schedule time to be able to see him. 
I definitely got a sense of that in arranging meetings for you, you know, with with, uh, you know, uh, assistants and, and and everybody, you know, when, when can and could we meet here, et cetera. So. So, yeah, no, I totally yeah. I totally get. Uh, and again, given how your business is growing and all the things that you're doing, no surprise that that's what it right. is, you know, right. and it is interesting how, like you said, it really takes it takes time to really schedule and plan. Right. And that's yes. something. Yeah does. And so some of the other big changes, uh, I, I would have to say one of his assets, one of the things that will help him in this process was all of his rep hockey training when he was younger, because, you know, he was dedicated to do really well in school, but he also mm-hmm. wanted to be the best on the ice. And then yeah. he also wanted to be the best at, at lacrosse. And so for him, it was, he knew that after school, he had 25 minutes to eat. He had 45 minutes to do his homework and he had, you know, to get in the car and then he could do his homework for an hour and 10 minutes the drive. And then he had to play hockey. And then when he got home, he could do 45 minutes. Like, so, and that was his life for a, a large majority of his high school and public school. So I think that that allowed him to, to have some sense of timing, whereas, Not everybody has has that, but a lot of the students that he has brought in are athletes. Yeah. Athletes have already learned to control their life and their surroundings to be able to achieve the goals that they have. And this is no different. You know, this is it before it might have been a sport, but now it's about business and success. So I see that. I see it just uh, exponentially growing, that ability to manage time, always thinking, always processing, always thinking forward. And as a bit, as a good business person, that, that is key because they're excited about it. And when they see themselves succeed, then they want to do better for the next year and they'll learn the mistakes they made this year and want to change them for next year. So any of your, any of your students who are working in that process where they they start to see some success, whether it's financial success or whether it's just the ability to have people who depend on them and who admire them. Everyone's lacking something in their life and all of those things are important. And it's just interesting to see what would be important to each person, but those that comes like a community. And I know the families and the parents around these kids have to be proud of them mm-hmm. and uh, see this as a, as a good, super big, boost to their career so yeah yeah no and one of the things as well it's interesting as you're chatting about that andrea is is seeing their progress and that's really important because if we're not if we're not progressing if we're not building confidence it doesn't work but one of the things i always see is is that this is a program that actually knocks really great people like taylor on their butt sometimes you know they actually run into things where oh i didn't do that right and i can't just smooth talk that situation i actually own i made a mistake i made an oh, error yes. i gotta fix yes. it and then and then what they they learn is is they really learn and, and i know your son very very well because he's one of our coaches and he's just really really made progress around just his he, he's always been coachable but just all sorts of time management and, and managing managing things as a result of the setbacks Yes. So we were snowboarding and this was right before he said to me, um, I can be with family for four days before January 12th or 15th, whatever that date was. And so we were all in a hotel and he sat every day. We went out 
snowboarding and he sat at this tiny little table and this chair and he sat for eight hours and he did his, you know, he did all of his work and he was fully dedicated and he was one minute late. And we all were super silent in the hotel room while he was on until we could get out. We were all very quiet, but we all listened to him basically get told because he was like a minute late. And I was like, wow. And I, I have heard it before, but with others and him talking to others and owning up to that. And that was a, that was a great experience, but that is true. And I can see how, and he would say to me, he's like, it does not matter. There are no excuses. If you're a minute late, you're a minute late and you could have changed something before and et cetera, et cetera. And clearly he's better at it than I am because I couldn't even get into my office. (laughs) You know, I was like, yeah. yeah, so yes. bad on me. <laughs> well, some background on that story. So for the last two years, we have only been able to run Zoom trainings until just recently. Now we're back to live. And so in January, when you were at Mount Tremblant, uh, Taylor was on a Zoom training. And so one of the things that we coach is we coach integrity, being yes. our word. So living up to our promises. And so we we coach that and we have our have our operators, have our leaders discover when they're out of integrity, what the impacts of being out of integrity are. So we're not telling them, they're discovering them. Oh, wow, I can't, I can't, I can't show up for my team on time. I can't show up for my customers on time. Here's the impacts that my life is going to have if I can't do these things. And then what structures do I need to put in place so that I can be more reliable in the future? Nothing wrong. We're not bad. We're just trying to get people to discover how can I live a life in higher levels of integrity. And so I can tell uh, Taylor has taken that really, really to heart and really made enormous progress, which is fantastic. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I do. I agree with you. It's imp- I, I've been quite impressed watching the journey. Yeah, no, well, thank you. So any other any other stories or feedback that you'd like to share? Oh my God, I have so many stories. Let's just pick one. I don't know. Um, I I have enjoyed watching the growth of him as a business person in that. Uh, and this would have been a hard, this would have been a hard knock for him, but he had hired many of his friends and they were his best friends. And they had all these great intentions and their integrity was not where it needed to be. And he ended up having to fire his friends his two best friends. So I was, I was, uh, you know, standing back and watching how that, that reaction really kind of came back on him and it took some time for that to repair. And now they, you know, now he does have them back as friends, which I'm happy about. They don't work with him anymore, but he did learn that um, hiring friends isn't always the right answer. And probably certainly family. I know that that's something that I struggle with on my own. And you do always want, when you are doing well, I think that as a good person, you do want to share that with those around you because you want them to do well. And so again, that comes back to the integrity. Some have certainly more than others do. Yes. And and certainly, yeah, it's, it's, it's at times it's, it's like some friends make really great you know, partners with you or employees with you and some friends don't. And so it's learning to sort of separate and identify. And uh, what's great is, is that sometimes it won't work out. And then how can we stay friends afterwards? And because it's okay if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. out, because not Mm -hmm. everything, as we know, works out. And what I also found interesting, because again, I just, I'm, I'm pretty involved um, with uh, my kids in general. And I, do like to watch some of the things that are going on with them and to to spend any time with Taylor. 
I need to be around with these, these other students that are working with him. But what I think he probably found interesting was that you really do not know who is going to be your best employee. Sure. Pretty, pretty shocking. Like you hire these people. And then I think that uh, sometimes you, you assume one person is going to just kick it out of the park. It's just going to, they're going to kill it. And uh, it might be someone else, like just yeah. a total like silent sleeper. Yes. And they come in and it just happens to tweak their interest and, and really be something that they're great at. So I think that that was also um, a great, uh, a great learning lesson. Well, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I always I always wish that I had a crystal ball that that we could look into as, as you know, people coming into the organization, just see how it was going to go. And we don't. And I think everyone wants a crystal ball. Yeah. Absolutely. Every, and every every year we're we're surprised po- positively and surprised. Oh, wow. I really thought that person was going to do incredibly well, et cetera. And and then. Right things, you know, get in their way or things, oh, wow, look, things really, really broke through for that person. And, and, you know, and one of the things always for us is, 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 you know, we always just try to take everything as, as that's learning, that's data. How do we get better from it? How do we improve from it? What, you know, that, you know, just, just, you know, seeing it as part of the journey rather than, you know, always being like you were saying earlier about, oh, I, I you know, I want to be in the top. Well, you know, we've got 250 operators. There's only going to be 10 of them top 10. So there's a whole yeah. bunch of amazing, amazing people on our team who aren't top 10. And, that's well, I, okay. and I asked that question. I said, yeah. why do you have to be at the top? Why do you have to be at the top? I think that you could just be amazing. Yeah. Um, and and so I hope for all those others. And I hope that this year is actually easier on them because it has been tough through COVID. It's been tough for everyone. I'm in business during COVID. It was tough for everyone. So I can, I really do hope that this makes it easier. Any of those kids who have started in these past two years, yeah, like, Congratulations on that, whatever level you got to, because it was an unknown. So all of your whole firm, your student works, they had no clue how to manage this company during this Mm -hmm. pandemic because no one did. And so they were Mm -hmm. essentially guinea pigs in it and they've gotten through probably what will be their hardest years. And I think that if they could take that and and move forward with the fact that things hopefully will be just easier for them. Uh, I think that that would be more beneficial. One of the things that I did want to go back to was that the other thing that I have seen is that he has come to the realization, as should any good business owner, um, that just like myself, I have incredible teams, incredible construction team. I have an incredible team. I have incredible retail staff. I really, really, really love my staff right now. And they're like family to me, Um, even though I give some of them a hard time, but uh, they still love me in the end. See, (laughs) but what I realize, and I think that he sees this through me because I talk quite highly of my staff to my family all the time. They may not hear or see that as much as what I actually talk about when I'm not with them, but I saw him in the last, from the first season to the second season, really fully realized that you can't be great without great people with you. So the staffing is literally crucial. Yes. They are literally crucial. Yeah. Right? And, and, and keeping them excited um, is something that uh, he certainly works at. I think that the, the little parties and the little events and things that they do are great, yeah. but you can't grow and you can't be great unless your staff are great. We, we like to say 
all we have right now, you know, I guess it's April 14th. I think we have about $12 million worth of promises. That's all we have is promises committed to Very true. and homeowners that, that have all sorts of really, again, great pitches and sales pitches and, and, and promises. And now it's, we need to deliver them and obviously we'll continue to sell, but, and then what that relies on is a thousand to 1500 amazing, you know, young people to go and deliver that. And you are so right. It is all about the team. And then it's also one of the things, and again, I was looking at your site and I love as well, the different types of people who have different roles and oh yes. here's my tradespeople and here's my retail people and here's and so so as well understanding in a business that different people are good at different things and seeing mm-hmm. that and seeing that at such a young age is so powerful oh this person really loves to talk to clients let's put them there this person actually loves to just do great work let's yeah. put them here so yeah. that's something that that definitely you know you you discover in this program I loved watching the Instagram that they have started. And, you know, these guys and even uh, LinkedIn and yes. watching all the posts and colleagues of mine, you know, yeah. commenting and following. And I really just got into my social media in the last really, it's pretty new, maybe five maybe six months old um, has completely changed my business. I absolutely love my Instagram. I find myself hilarious. (laughs) I love watching my videos, but a big part of what I'm doing is I'm showing my staff. I'm showing them smashing up a concrete floor or, you know, carrying in lumber or putting up wallpaper or painting house. Like, but it's fun to watch. Yes. And these guys are doing the same thing. They're, yes. you know, videotaping the process and people love them. Yes. So I think of that having these young, you have a great business where you have thousands of young minds. Yeah. You know, they're so much smarter than we are. Let's be yeah. realistic. They really well, are. Certainly, especially around digital marketing. That's for sure. Right. <laughs> no, right. But, uh, yeah. And they can take it to a whole other level. They can yeah. take that marketing just to a completely different space than we would otherwise be able to attain. And on their own, they don't even have to hire people to do it for them. Well, right. Well, yeah. Well, it's and, and if you think about digital marketing, the smartest in the world of digital marketing are very young because it's yeah. a new thing. And so that young yeah. people are largely the, the, the creators of the, of the space. And, and Uh absolutely that's something that I noticed as well. Your son's done really well. That's something that is just a new skill set that we've, we've developed recently as well and developed it completely because of all the young people in our business that have just made an enormous impact. And so Taylor last year, he hired one of his friends as uh, the videographer. And so watching that level of support, so he's supporting his friend, Ben, and then, you know, they're, they're supporting each other. And that is, again, these are, these are crucial business tools that are being taught, you know, that they're, that they're able to develop themselves personally. That's going to just put them in a much better place in life later. For sure. I see that for sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and I just yeah, keep doing it as excited now as I as I was decades ago when I got started on the journey. So it's been great yeah. fun. Well, it's interesting because you have it. So how long have you been doing this now? 1984. 1984. Right. So most of your students, you're not <laughs> expecting them to last that long. But, no. you know, but I think that what it is building is great entrepreneurs for the future, because if they can do this, then they can do the next big, huge thing in their lifetime. And this can help them to 
have a better ability to buy their own their their own cars or yeah. how to lease and buy their next home yes. because that is that that next step and a lot of people don't have that knowledge it's something i'm always teaching that yes. i think is super important but the skill set that they're learning is going to enable them to make better financial decisions in the future and it's, right? so and it's, it's not just it's no. not just about the windows it's just about the the painting it's yeah. about the the lifestyle that they're going to create for themselves and and those elements of knowledge that they're not they don't even realize that they're learning for their futures no. And as you were saying earlier about the budgeting and, you know, here's how I manage my cash flow and these types of yeah. discussions. And, you know, we have a we have a training that we we coach people on how to make how to look at investing and how to how to see the journey as a as, as you know, decades long journey and and not just, oh, let's go buy some crypto or, right. or, or you know, but but mm-hmm. really be conscious of, of of the long term value of money. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, again, you know, uh, it's it's quite often people say, why don't they teach these things in school? Well, there's just so much that they teach in school. So we're certainly yes. are taking it upon ourselves. Uh, they to definitely teach need here. to teach. Yeah, they definitely need to teach it in school. It's a big pet peeve of mine. But yeah. I think, too, something that you guys probably need to be conscious of is the fact that these uh, students are making a lot of money. Yes. They have a, the ability to make a lot of money, more money than they would make doing something else for sure. And I think that most of them have no idea how to save or spend, or I just really, I really think that all of this is going to come in. They're going to make all this money, but oh my God, they have the ability to do such great things with it. So I'm hoping that there is more. I do that on, on my end with my kids and um, with, you know, my family and different people around me, as many people as possible, but Hopefully that's something that we, you guys we, are. We have a we have a six hour training in late June that we actually just dig into that. You know, how how do they how do they think about money and how do they save it? And again, just not spend it on all sorts of things, but you know, uh, but but really, really being wise. So so that's something that we've really taken on. Yeah, I teach my kids, regardless of the fact that you're making all this money, you know, continue to think that you're making no money. And yeah. what do you need to buy? And how are you spending before? And yeah, you can give yourself like treats here and there, but yeah. literally don't go out and buy yourself all these crazy, amazing things. Yeah. Take that money, save it all, because this is a huge opportunity that is being presented to them. Take all that money, you know, do a pre-construction or yeah. you Absolutely. know, something real, save your money because they're going to, and they don't think that it's a big deal to spend, you know, an extra $50 here, an extra yeah. $20 here, eating out constantly because they're busy those are things that i try to manage with these guys that are bringing in this money they're very busy and now they're living a completely different lifestyle where they're eating out all the time and i really try hard to stop that curb that yeah well we do we do the same well yeah that's uh, great well, well, I, I'm so appreciative of you jumping on and delaying your trip to Mount Tremblant over the Easter mm-hmm. weekend. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, so you're a rock star. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and again, thanks for jumping on the Leaders for Tomorrow podcast. Well, I look forward to seeing where some of these leaders will be in the very near future. Uh, so I'll be a part of it and I'd be happy to help you out at any time. Well, thank you. Continued success. All the best. Thank happy you. Easter. All Cheers. right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey leaders, I hope you enjoyed this episode. By now, you are aware that we work with ambitious students every single year to not only help them run their first successful business, but to further their development as a leader and give them an unfair advantage in the future over their counterparts. It's why starting now and only for the next few weeks, we'll be on campuses across Ontario, Quebec, 
and the East Coast interviewing students who think they have what it takes to start their first business and get started down the path of entrepreneurship. If you think you have what it takes or know someone who might be interested, visit leaderspodcast.ca slash apply and start your application process today. Once again, it's leaderspodcast.ca slash apply. And I can't wait to see you on the other side.